One and all. Yes, I said one and all. I usually say everyone. But I said one and all this week. Why did I say one and all? Because it's Disney and I feel like Disney say one and all a lot. Do Disney even say one and all a lot, Janine? I don't know. It sounds like something they would say a lot. It does. It really does. <laughs> That's why I did it. It really does sound like something they would say. Hello, everyone. Of course, this is Morgan Hasn't Seen. We're back. Me and Janine, as always. Hello. Uh, we're, 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 we're doing Disney stuff, we funnily are. enough, considering that introduction. <laughs> um, Disney stuff's fun. Um, yes. It is Morgan Hasn't Seen, of course, and the Disney series. Last week, we were covering Lady and the Tramp. We were. The uh, original Lady and the Tramp, not the, uh, according to Janine, silly remake live-action one that was on Disney Plus that yeah. you didn't like at all. Well, it was very disappointing. There was no bum 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 rough. I mean, I mean, what's the point if there is no Bumble Bun Rough, then there really is no point exactly. in ever making a Lady in the Tramp movie. Um, but that's what we were talking about last week, um, as well as plenty of other stuff. I feel like last week was a cacophony of <laughs> Disney conversation, because that's just what Disney does to you. Yes. Uh, there's so much of it, so many different eras and styles and what have you, that it just promotes great discussion, positive and negative. Yes. And that's the thing as well. There's not all of it that's good. <laughs> there's also some but very... But certainly, <laughs> there's certainly not all of it that's bad. Also some very questionable Disney opinions, right? <laughs> very questionable Disney opinions. Very, very questionable Disney opinions from the both of us. Yes. <laughs> which are, are always uh, very fun. And uh, yes, we use questionable, not controversial, because controversial is the uh, is the sort of uh, I feel like controversial just makes it sound like you're doing it purely to be controversial. We're not doing it purely to be controversial. These are our actual opinions yes. that are questionable, and by questionable, I mean um, please question them, as your opinion is probably very different. Yes, I would agree with that. So what are your controversial... But please don't fight me. What are your questionable Disney opinions? <laughs> well, Janine, before we do get on to our questionable <laughs> Disney opinions, I think it's probably important to talk a little bit about the movie we're actually going to be talking about yes. today. Which is a movie that I'm surprised I had actually never seen. And I was surprised... I, yeah, like I said, I was surprised at that because it is... I well, I am uh, obviously big into history. I love various world history things. Um, I love old mythology, and uh, I love the live-action versions of these type of movies from the sixties. And you also With love all, um, all the... Michael Bolton. <laughs> not really. No, not so much. Um, don't don't really care for Michael Bolton. Um, Weird white man soul music. Um, what's the point? That's, that's that. as far as I'm concerned. White man soul music. Michael Bolton. <laughs> Michael Bolton is white man soul. Michael Bolton epitomizes white man soul music. 
and it's just it's just not as good. Well, his is it? song from said movie that we are about to discuss is actually pretty great. Yes. <laughs> well, it is in the movie. It is in the movie. Yes. Uh, but yes, this movie is of course Hercules. Nineteen ninety seven, yes. Ninety seven, yes, same year as Tarzan. Which is great because I also really like Tarzan. Um Janine, this this is your favourite Disney movie. It is my or Disney favorite animated Disney movie. movie. Yes, it is my favourite Disney animated movie. Why Hercules? Well, I've talked about this before, just my kind of quest for a representation in film as a child. You know, I fell in love with movies, um, but I always found myself to be kind of the only person who looked like me in most situations. So I was constantly looking for that representation in the movies that I loved um, and movies in general. So, yes, um, in seeing the characters of the muses who narrate the story, beautiful black females singing yes. the story of this film it was very inspiring and wonderful to see characters like that who kind of represented someone who looked like me and doing something great and fun and awesome in the movie having such an important part you know they narrate yeah. the story um they do they they act as the greek chorus yes. from ancient greek theater um and yeah, just that was a big thing for me on top of just just being very beautifully animated. It looked kind of different from any other. It has a very distinct yeah. animation style, so it stands out it does. with that. The colors are great. I really like the story. I love the characters. The voice work is great. I love Megara as the lead female. You know, she kind of has a lot of personality, very independent, sassy, smart, sarcastic. Um yeah, so uh, there's a lot to love about this film. Very funny. The songs are great. It just hit a lot of boxes for me, checked a lot of boxes for me. So, yeah, yeah. it's always held up. And every time I watch it, it still holds up as probably my favorite Disney movie of all time. Very underrated, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely very underrated. I um, I like, I like, obviously, how it makes perfect sense. How uh, it's all mainly to do with representation, but it is kind of an unusual movie to find, to find that their representation. representation in. Yeah, because it's like this is a movie about you know an ancient Greek hero, um, and there are these gospel singers <laughs> of uh, of these muses who are wonderful. Yes, I loved everything to do with them. <laughs> um, I'm purely saying that just because it's kind of. Um, it's an unexpected appearance. Yes. Let's say. Um, but a, certainly a welcome one. Yes. And I really liked them. They are um, amazing. Yes. <laughs> that is uh, that. And I'm led to believe that uh, you uh, you told me that this is these are the same directors as The Princess and the Frog. Yes. Which is another great movie. And Little Mermaid, yes. which you, you know, less less said about Little Mermaid, the better. <laughs> Ron Clements um, and John Musker—they did quite a bit of Disney Renaissance stuff. So, yeah. And then they did Princess and the Frog. <laughs> yes. Is um, is Princess and the Frog still the last two D? I think it's the last two D hand hand animated film. Yes. Um, it didn't do very well, but. Which is very disappointing. It's but great. I think it's it's such a good movie. 
Like, that was what I wanted. You know, I just talked about representation. (laughs) Yes. And Tiana is basically me. Like, for uh, many years, I worked two waitressing jobs to save money. I love to cook, and I, you know, that's a passion of mine. Um, I'm terrified of frogs. So that whole scene of her as a little girl, when the frog hops on her windowsill and she screams, the idea of kissing the frog freaks her out. Like, all of that is just... You know, Tiana is me that in many a, ways. That's a, that's a missed opportunity, <laughs> Janine. The next time we are in the same place, I'm going to bring a frog um, for you no. to to kiss. And um, we're going to take a picture of you kissing the frog just so you and Tiana can be uh-huh. even more and then in, involved. Who's going to take the picture of me? knocking you the hell out (laughs) Uh, i will also take that picture it will be a viral selfie fair enough that's what it will be fair enough but you know the princess and frog is a great movie i have nothing but love for the princess and the frog it is new orleans which is one of one of the most also one of the most morgan places in the world because it's jazzy and soulful it's gothic and vampire-y, and it's also weird voodoo-ness. <laughs> and, you know, witchcraft. Yes. Is seems... this not three things that I love? Yes, it seems very you. They also did Aladdin, by the way. They also did Aladdin. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hmm. What do I hate more, Aladdin or the Little Mermaid? And they also did no, some. Just... They um, did uh, Moana. I think they they did. Um... They did Moana. Yes, Ron Clements that did the story for Moana. These guys are prolific. Yes. I'm I mean, why you. did they start off with their like least favorable movies? <laughs> Sorry, I know uh, I have questionable opinions. Like we said, let's get into some questionable opinions, Janine. Yay. Yes. My questionable opinion. No, uh, we're not structuring it like that. But look, you know, I spoke about this last week, Janine. Yes. And my my inherent built-in distaste for Disney Renaissance, um, it, it comes half from a place of stubbornness of everybody else liking them and me just being, no, I'm not going to like what you like because I want to be different. Which is also very me. That yes. is a very me thing to do. Um, but it all, it, and you know, um, I always play the excuse of, well, I grew up with Shrek, which is literally a mockery of those movies. Um, and if you know anything about the behind, behind the scenes of Shrek, and all um, that drama, yeah. <laughs> and all that drama. Yes, you'll know why. Um, for someone like me who, who grew with Shrek was, you know, a really, really early sort of love movie for me. Um, so if I grew up with that, then what am I inherently going to think about the Disney, movies it's yeah. making fun of? <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I... Look... My feelings towards those movies. I just I, I just don't think I understand why people love them so much more than others. You know, so much like what I what I love, I love the weirdness. I love it when they take risks. Disney, I mean, you know, and, and they do different things and try different styles like you brought up before. Hercules has has this really sort of uniqueness to it. 
with its colours, with its, like you said, its animation style is a little bit different from all the other stuff that's going. It's certainly a lot different from, you know, I think Mulan came out the year after. Yeah. Way different. Mm-hmm. Like I've said, Tarzan as well. Tarzan, the animation style in Tarzan is incredibly oh, different yes. to Hercules. Uh, Tarzan, Tarzan's animation is almost, it's more similar to a, to a, a, an Aladdin's animation or a Beauty and the Beast's animation even. Almost Beauty and the Beast because I feel like Tarzan has all this sort of, you know, it's all the jungle and there's a lot of swinging and there's a lot of that. And then he did you know, like, like a lot of, um, I think like they looked at Tony Hawk for a lot of like skateboarder kind of movements when he's like, oh, oh kind of God, skateboarding on the that. moss. Yeah, they, when he's that they kind makes of perfect when sense. he's kind of sliding on the moss of the of the wow. trees, they took like inspiration from like Tony Hawk and skateboarder kind of stuff for that. So. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Tony Hawk to, Tony Hawk should be proud of himself. Yeah. Tony Hawk to be fair was huge at that time. Yes. Wasn't he? This was this was this was Tony Hawk's era. That makes sense. I love that. Yeah. I never knew that. Um no what I was saying about that animation though and sort of the you know the ballroom scene in Beauty and the Beast yeah. that's that really f- oh let's showcase this new computer half animation. computer animation yeah um Tarzan's got a lot of that compared to its you know contemporary in terms of the same year Hercules yeah. which, which has a little bit as well ha- has a touch yeah a touch when it comes to like the Hydra, Hydra. Mm-hmm. and stuff that's in there but it really feels very, very hand drawn. Yes. Down to down to Juicy's spiral nipple. <laughs> well, which like, is there's my a lot of spiral 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 kneecaps and spiral elbows and like spiral yeah, nipples, yeah. <laughs> Juicy's spiral nipple on his massive chest <laughs> is is a highlight for me. Um but as far as questionable opinions go, my questionable opinion on Disney is I don't like those mainstream Renaissance movies as much as as much as you, the general public, do. Okay. Because I'm better than you, and I like <laughs> risks. No, that's not right. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. Didn't mean that. I'm sorry. Sorry. It was a joke. God damn it! I've ruined it. Uh, Janine. Yes, Morgan. Janine, would you like to upset the public? Um, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it like that. <laughs> but um, would, would you like to make the public sad? Okay, maybe. Well, would you like to sadness bring is exactly sadness to yes, the public? Yes. So I, I think I will literally do that because one yes. of my questionable Disney opinions is, um, you know, Pixar. I, I still put that under the Disney umbrella. It's still very much Disney. Um. Inside my out. questionable, my questionable <laughs> opinion in response to that questionable opinion is that Pixar is its own thing. Even though, yes, it's yes, it's now Disney Pixar and has been for ages. Pixar is still its own thing. Okay, please continue. Okay, well, I still consider Disney Pixar. So, um, yes, Inside Out. People love Inside Out. People think it's beautiful and wonderful and explores emotions and all of those things. I, however, can't. uh, It's very frustrating because the first 30 minutes of that movie gets me to completely despise the character of sadness. 
She ruins yes. everything. She makes Riley cry in front of her whole class and lash out at her parents and be all depressed and run away from home and just feel terrible about herself because she just can't stop what... touching things. And it's completely infuriating that she totally traumatizes this little girl for like maybe the first hour of this movie. And then we're supposed to get back on her side near the end and say, oh yes, because sadness is part of happiness and blah, blah, blah. But I cannot get past my irritation with Phyllis Vance touching everything. (laughs) And it just ruins it for me. So I'm sorry. I like the concept of the movie. There are some fun moments in the movie. I like the idea behind it. But the fact that sadness just traumatizes this poor little girl because she just wants to be touching stuff. I don't like it. And it's frustrating. And it just kind of kills the movie for me. So that's what uh, <laughs> that's what sadness does to us, though, Janine. I know. I'm already depressed sadness enough half the time. So why? That's do I need... <laughs> a good point. That's a, that's a good point. Like Phyllis why is would, already touching would... a bunch of shit in my own brain. <laughs> Let alone this poor little girl in this movie. <laughs> I I understand. That's probably a more understandable, uh, questionable Disney opinion than my questionable Disney yes. opinion. I'm sorry. Inside um, Out is, is, is it's a well-made film. The animation's beautiful. I like the story. But once sadness breaks poor Riley down, I just can't. I can't. It's hard for me to keep going after that. <laughs> there, there we go, guys. We've started this episode. <laughs> With some questionable <laughs> Disney opinions, isn't it fun? Yes. I think we'll do it again <laughs> next week. Woohoo! Right, ready for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> but because let, next week's episode is in fact coming out on Christmas Day. day. Yes. yes, we have an episode on Christmas <laughs> Day. So let's get all this depressing stuff out of the way and talk about Disney stuff that we do love, like Hercules. <laughs> yes, let's actually get on to talking about the movie. Uh, Janine, this movie is Superman. And and you said that to me, and I kind of blew my mind. I was like, I've seen this movie a billion times. I love this movie. And I'm explaining the premise to you, and you tell me, so it's basically like Superman. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, you're so right. How did I not even <laughs> like I had You did you did, did turn not... into that. Yes, what? you did you yes. did start speaking I was like very... that surprised and shocked that I did not come to that realization so I mean I'm sure I'm the only idiot out there who never thought of that kind of parallel but yeah you kind of blew my mind with that Morgan (laughs) well the thing is look it is it's not it's obviously not the exact same as Superman no because that would be copyright um but that's never happened a a godly being is sent down to Earth through no fault of his own, obviously because he's a baby, as a baby, yes. as a baby, gets taken in by a kindly couple who live on a farm, <laughs> and he struggles to control his own strength and tries to become more human, but ultimately realises he's the hero the world needs... And mixes his humanity and his godlike powers to help 
and to save the day and win the day. That is the premise of 1978 Superman. Essentially, the temple of the gods is like the, you know, fortress of solitude. Uh, it Zeus is, is yes, a Jor-El of the, sorts. He is, Zeus is exactly like Jor-El. He goes, Hercules goes <laughs> to the temple of Zeus atop the hill in the Acropolis or whatever it is. As you start speaking to him, by he comes alive as a floating. It's the fortress of solitude. At least he's Juicy not reading Marlon Brando. At least he's not reading his dialogue off of a diaper. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, uh, Rip Torn, who it was, who yes. voices uh, Juice, who peace. I, of course, <laughs> yes, yes, certainly. Um, rest well, Rip Torn. Yes. Rest easy. Rest all the good things. We love you. I. Uh, uh, got a more, more of a uh, fan of you from the Men in Black series that we did ages ago now. Yes. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was of course, in that. Um, but he voices uh, Zeus. And, yeah, he, he it's fair to say he, he probably enjoyed it and took it a bit more seriously than Marlon Brando took playing Jor-El. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, would, I would say that. His booming voice was very was very fitting for Zeus. Strong, and he, it was. he was a little bit silly and fun as well. Very um, silly. Yes, so I think he did a great so, job with Zeus. Like like a lot of this movie, because the, there is, like you said before, a lot of jokes in this movie. Yes. It's a lot. It's a funny movie. Um, it's absolutely a funny movie. Uh, I I did at some points hear a little bit of John Goodman in Rip Torn's. Juice. Uh, I don't know if that's because I maybe do. I need to listen to John Goodman and Rip Torn back to back. Do they actually have very similar voices? Or I mean, was I, just I think hearing things? Um, John Goodman as Fred Flintstone voice. I think that was mm. that's kind of the tone that is similar. When yeah, he's, maybe when he was doing his Fred Flintstone. Um, I think that was very similar to Rip Torn's kind of voice I mean, tone. I haven't. I haven't watched the Flintstones with John Goodman in years, so I don't know where that has gone into my <laughs> into head your from. Brain. Um, I really don't know, but uh, yes, Juice was great. Juice was one of my favourite parts of this whole movie. I mean, Juice, as we all know from actual real life uh, stuff, is isn't you know he's kind of like a he's kind of the world's greatest womanizer. Yeah, he's not a sweet family man with his one single no, wife, no, Hera. No, he's not. No, 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 and I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to slither into that woman's bedroom, and then I'm going to turn back into Zeus, and I'm going to have my way with her and create a demigod, because that that's what I do. I'm Zeus. Yes. That's basically so that's Zeus's pretty much why Hercules being. was like kind of half human, half god in mythology, because he was a yes. demigod. He was not. Yes. He didn't drink some magical potion no. besides the last no. drop. And no, he didn't. So, I mean, knowing Which you to be a history person, I was curious yes. to see how you would feel about these, like, you know, more Disney-friendly changes to the kind of... Um, you just look past it. <laughs> craziness you... that is Greek mythology. Yes. <laughs> Greek mythology is arguably the most insane thing ever. Well, I mean, they when do... You actually... 
keep reading into it. And it's there's so many stories that are just like, what's going on here? Well, they, this is madness. They do make a funny reference to it. Like, um, you know, uh, Meg and Hercules go see a play. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that Oedipus stuff. Like, I thought I had it bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, my... My favourite has all. My favourite has always been Sisyphus, who is punished by uh, rolling the boulder up the mountain, only for it to fall all the way back down when he gets to the top. Oh, so sad. <laughs> because he never, he never quite, never quite gets there. Um, which is really, it's a really depressing thing. <laughs> yes. But um, there's also I learned about uh, sadness was touching ta- things in his brain too. I'm sure. Sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but according to the gods, he deserved it for some such heinous crime. Nah. Probably stole an apple or something. I don't remember. <laughs> um, there was a, there was <laughs> there was a Tantalus as well, which I I only actually learned about Tantalus uh, watching uh, watching Hercules because you know you get on there, you start looking up things, you come across the name Tantal. Who's Tantalus? Oh, this is where the word tantalizing comes from. Because Tantalus was punished for something. Because he uh, he uh, was doomed for all eternity. Like they all are, Sisyphus and everybody, doomed for all eternity. Uh, Tantalus stood under a fruit tree in a pool of water um, and he could never quite grasp the fruit. And when he went for a drink uh, from the pool of water, the water would disappear. Oh, that's, that sounds terrible. <laughs> so, you know, he's cursed to uh, never be never able, to, be able eat to eat and drink again. <laughs> and it's right in his grasp, be- but he can never... And it's right in his grasp. Oh, it's tantalizing. <laughs> it's tantalizing. Tantalus. Ah, I get it. I got it. That's, 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 that's the idea. A lot, of, a lot of words come from Greek stuff like that. Yeah. I remember having this big book like I, I checked out from the library and me and my brother would just look through it for hours at like all the different stories and stuff like it's that. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's all so, so fascinating, which is why I said at the beginning that I was surprised that I had never, never seen, seen this, this movie. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I'm more like a, more likely to just go and watch Jason and the Argonauts for the 400 millionth time. <laughs> Um, that's what this that's what that's what Hercules is missing some good old stop motion that's how I like my Greek monsters not in this nonsense animation give me stop motion they're not gonna put a stop motion Hydra in a 2D no I don't think he can (laughs) I don't think he can do that so yes that's where Um, kind of some of the computer animated stuff because they had the Hydra with the multiple heads so that seemed like it needed um, do you know do you know what one of my uh, speaking of Greek mythology? Do you know what one of my uh, low key real guilty pleasure movies is? What's that? Is the remake of Clash of the Titans with Sam Worthington oh, really? from like twenty ten? I think I need to Liam watch Neeson those Juice. Because... Ray Fiennes is Hades. Ray Fiennes is pretty good as Hades. Yeah, I remember because I got that question Mads, in my match Mads against Mickelson Chance in, in New York, and they asked who played Hades, and I was all ready to write James Woods, and then they said in the Clash of the Titans, and I didn't. Know. Did you not get that one right? <laughs> I got it wrong. <laughs> I think I just said oh, Liam Neeson because screaming. I knew. <laughs> I think I just said Liam Neeson because I knew he was in that movie. <laughs> and a lot of people were Come like, on. a lot of people were like, you were writing James Woods, weren't you? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> That is a fun movie, though. That is a f- for those who who either haven't, 
even registered that it was a thing or saw it the once and thought, oh, God, that's awful. Yes, um, Clash of the Titans, the original from, from like, 81, is, uh, is good, obviously, and it's got its stop-motion wonderfulness. Um, but, uh, no, the 2010 remake is... It's as far as I'm concerned, it's really, really good. Yeah, like I always kind of had um, a fondness for Greek mythology and like all the different stories and all the different characters and stuff and how twisted everything was and connected in weird ways. Um, so I think that's what drew me to this movie in the first place and then seeing the muses and um, I really like the songs. I think the songs are really underrated well, in this movie Let's too. definitely talk about um, the songs because I know we have, we also have, we should mention, okay. uh, we also have some calls today. Some we do. glorious calls. We, some great we do. Calls today. Uh, we, we got Yes. Uh, more, we got uh, so many calls, in fact, that we are splitting the calls to next week too. Because um, we, 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 it would be, it would be, it would seem a little bit. It would almost take the whole thing if we were to do all the calls in one episode. You know, it would go on and on and on for however. It would be. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think splitting it was. Was was a good idea, but we do have we do have calls today, which we are very thankful for, and we will get to. Yes. But yes, let's actually talk more about Hercules. The songs, Janine. What is your favorite song from Hercules? Um, my favorite song is "I Won't Say I'm in Love." Yeah. Um, it's Meg's song, where she kind of realizes she's reluctantly falling in love with Hercules, but she doesn't want to admit it. And there's never, I don't think there's ever been a song like that. I feel like a lot of Disney lead females are always I'm in love. Charging, into, charging into falling in love and easily falling in love. And um, she was actually very reluctant to fall in love because her whole kind of story in the movie is that she was in love with somebody and to save his life, she gave up her, you know, soul to Hades to save yeah. his life. And then as soon as she did that, he immediately left her for somebody yeah. else. So then she's stuck being Hades' servant and he's off with somebody else. So, of course, she's going to have that hesitation of falling in love, but also that hesitation of, you know, she she loves him. But she's also in a situation where she has to betray him and she doesn't want to do that either. So she's fighting against a lot of things and that showed like some great vulnerability and I loved kind of the sass of the song and just kind of how real it felt um, as opposed to other kind of female, I can't say princess because she's not really a princess. No. But, you know, female-led yeah. falling in love songs. It's a very unique take on the falling in love song and just the kind of shoe-up, doo-wop style of it and the muses kind of being the the background yeah. singers to that song and adding to it um i love it i love it so much and i love harmonizing to it too yeah, so, yeah. i mean let's not uh you know let's let's take this opportunity to remember those female uh disney 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 women songs who uh who who do charge into let us remind ourselves of snow white and and cinderella yes. who meet their respective princes uh, for three seconds. I'm wishing oh. <laughs> for the one I love to find me today. <laughs> like that's, that's your dream. That's your big uh, dream. Yes, everyone. That Snow was White. Janine doing a spot-on impression of Snow White. Um, 
That is incredibly... I am taken aback. Now, I have heard that impression before and get taken aback by it all the time. Um, How you can do a spot-on impression of Snow White is just... It's kind of absurd, but I, I love it. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. Appreciate that. What is absurd is the fact that Snow White meets her respective prince for three seconds and instantly goes, "Yes, you." Um, yes. It's not what. And he doesn't even have a no, name. That's what Meg. That's what Meg doesn't <laughs> do. That's complete opposite. Yes. Um, and in that whole like scene leading up to that, like. Hercules is kind of a gentleman. Like she's trying to seduce him because she's been recruited to seduce him by Hades. And, you know, she's like lifting her leg up in his face (laughs) and he's gently putting it down. Her straps fall down. He puts her strap back up. You know, he's like a very, very gentlemanly and polite. And you know, who else is a gentleman, Janine? Shy. Who? Clark Kent. Yes, that is true. That he is, is very true. He is. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of Hades and his servants, though, uh, Hades is a pretty good villain, actually. I, I actually really liked Hades in this. I mean, James Woods, yeah. think what you want to think about James Woods. You know? yeah, but his voice work here, and he even says himself, like, this has been, this was one of his favorite roles ever. I, uh... Um, I always liked James Woods in, in one of my favourite movies, which is Once Upon a Time in America. He's great in that movie. Uh, but he's also very good as, as Hades in, in this one. Uh, less so in real life. But, you know, people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so good uh, that they let him uh, be a Disney character who depicted smoking. <laughs> he did, which is baffling. Yeah, which I didn't even think about until I was like, oh, yeah, they do have him smoking a cigar. Like, what? Hades smoking <laughs> a cigar, probably lighting it with, with his own hair. With his, yes. Um, no, I really liked Hades, though. He's kind, of, he's kind of this sort of quirky, almost neurotic kind of character who's just always kind of panicking. Fast talking. He's just very, he's very fast talking. <laughs> yeah, he's I got a great gag design. with the fates. His his gag with the fates, like the fates you're telling, great. we know, I know, you know, I know how this works. <laughs> like <laughs> he be like telling them what's happening. They're like, we know because they can see the future, and he's like getting even more and more mad that they keep saying that because he knows he is aware of what they can do and that they know he's just trying to get his point across. <laughs> you know the uh, the fates also <laughs> turn up in 2010's Clash of the Titans. Just saying. Yes. Just saying. Yeah, um, no, they're the they're great. I always love the I always love the idea of the fates as well. Three witches, fortune tellers who share the same eye, just yes. one eye, just that Past, they hold. It's a horrible, yeah. horrible mangled eye thing that they hold. It's so <laughs> great. It's it's pure horror, and it's wonderful. Yes. Um, but no, yeah, I, I had a I, feeling you would enjoy that. <laughs> I always do. I always do. Whenever they come up in anything I'm looking at or whatever. Uh, but no, I really like Hades' design and I really liked his character. Um, but I mean, he doesn't surprisingly need... Surprisingly no villain song either. No, no villain song, probably because the man can't sing. Um, <laughs> I can only imagine that's why. But, you know, I, I'm not one who needs any sort of villain song or we must have a villain song. This is a Disney movie. What is going on? If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yes. Um, 
but I I really liked Hades. Less so Pain and Panic, who are his oh, little yeah. evil uh, helpers or also slaves. a five point question. Yeah, a five point um, question I did get in a Schmodown match. He's, he, is it? Was it really? I don't yes. remember anything. Do what I? were the names of Hades' helpers? Pain and Panic. Pain, pain and Panic grated on me. I didn't like <laughs> Pain and Panic. I mean, they were there purely for comedic effect for the children, obviously. Yes. They were, they're two of those characters. But I don't know, their voices were awful. Um, Matt Frewer and Bobcat Goldthwait. Was it Bobcat Goldthwait? <laughs> it was Bobcat Goldthwait. Of course it was. Um, oh, but, you know, aside from them... Hades was great, and I always love the underworld. He's going there on on the on the on the sticks with his little skeleton rower. Yes, because he's, he's been banished to run the underworld by Zeus. That's why he hates. That's him yeah. So that's much. that's why that's why he's there. And that's that's the thing as well. When it's Hades, you don't need any motivation to be a villain. You just go, yeah. it's Hades, and everybody's like, "Okay, <laughs> we can deal with yes. that." It's just like saying well, it's Satan. <laughs> He's just like, yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> yep, that, he's evil. O- understood. He's, he's got understood. fire for hair, so he yeah. must be evil and pointy teeth. Um, so why he doesn't have a song, the muses do kind of sing a song about him. Yes, they how do. He runs the underworld and how he has a plan to shake things up. <laughs> by yes. by by stealing <laughs> Hercules. We should actually say. Yes. We should actually say. Uh, 37 minutes into this episode, which I'm ashamed of myself. Um, Hercules is not the correct pronunciation in Greek. In the Greek, it is Heracles, um, which it means is. Hera's glory, which ah. is is great. Uh, Hercules is actually the Roman pronunciation of that same person. Okay, which is Fair we. It's always a weird thing that Hercules is the one that's. Stuck around. The main one, yeah. Um, because I actually, I, I almost like Heracles. Heracles. It sounds more sort of. It certainly sounds more Greek. But when you hear Hercules now all the time, Heracles just sounds wrong. <laughs> it does. But I like. La- but no, you know, this goes back to me being different and stubborn. I yes, insist on I'm going to say I'm the Greek proper it. way. I'm an, I'm I insist. A, I'm, a, I'm an annoying person. That's, that's really yeah, where it comes from. Kind of. Yeah. Somehow. I, me and my ways. <laughs> me and my ways of doing things. No, I think you'll find, actually, it actually. is Heracles. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually like that, though. That's the thing. People might now be viewing me as the well actually person. Have I ever yes, especially said well with a actually to another person? British accent, well actually. <laughs> I I have never said those words, especially on Twitter or anything like that. Those people followed are by the a, worst. <laughs> never followed by a <laughs> no, followed by a I'm better than you. I know more than you. You are weaker than me. I am a god. No. Oh, you would never do that. No, I would never do that because I'm not a moron. Um, as much as I like to sometimes believe I am a moron. Um, 
you know who you know isn't a moron? Me. Do you know who isn't a moron in this movie? He's goddamn he Danny DeVito. Yes, Philadelphia. Yes. Right. Look, if I wasn't going to like this movie, Danny DeVito was going to force me to like this movie. Yes, he's great as Phil. You put Danny DeVito in there as what? Philoctides, is it? Philoctides, yes. Philoctides. He is. I mean, for one, he looks like Danny DeVito. He's a satyr. So he's like the half man, half goat. Yes. Yet he looks like Danny DeVito. And I love that so much. Did you like his song? You asked me what my favorite song was. Did you I did like, like his, his song? Uh, I did like training his song. song. I just like the fact that Danny DeVito gets to sing. I actually watched a uh, what was it like a GQ? Uh, Danny DeVito goes through his career type video. Yeah. Uh, the other day, and he brought this up, and he completely forgot that he ever sung in the movie. <laughs> oh my god! He was just sat there going, "Did I sing in that? I don't remember that. What did I sing?" And then they played it for him. I was like, oh, guess I sung in that. <laughs> he had no idea. <laughs> he totally forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, he had a whole featured song. He did. Uh, no, the song The song I actually like uh, is the, the going the distance song, sort of Hercules' no. main opener. Well, you should um, hear the Michael Bolton version. I don't want to hear the Michael Bolton version. I actually sang the, the Michael Bolton version. My sister was um, in... Uh, RN school to to be a nurse and they had like this big banquet for all the like graduating nurses and so they was it asked Hogwarts? Her to sing two songs about <laughs> oh yeah because uh, they have medical training at Hogwarts now um, they do Madame Pomfrey takes classes <laughs> <laughs> um, teaching people that things aren't pumpkin juice <laughs> um <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah no it was like some like banquet dinner for the graduating nurses so they asked her to sing two like motivational like songs okay so she sang she sang a song from a movie we may cover next month we shall see um (gasps) in non-disney animated films uh anastasia she sang a song journey to the past but that song is kind of like um are you sure i've never seen anastasia i don't know if you have i don't know i've definitely why wouldn't um, I have seen she, Anastasia? And then I sang Sorry. Uh, Go the Distance. I sang Go the Distance with her and we harmonized to the Michael Bolton version of that song because it's like, you know, following your dreams and you can do it and yeah. all of that type of it thing. Is. So, yeah. That is what it is. Uh, ruined, of course, by any any essence of Michael Bolton that's involved. Um. <laughs> Don't hate on Michael Bolton. He does a very powerful White man soul version. Look, he's an excellent white man soul artist, but the problem being is that he's white man soul. Um, <laughs> just saying. No, okay, Michael Bolton, you do you. Okay, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to hate Michael Bolton. I don't hate Michael no. Bolton. Um, You're like Michael Bolton from Office Space. Why do I got to change my name? He's the one who sucks. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. That's exactly who I am. Well done, Janine. I am Michael Bolton from Office Space. That's precisely right. What a... What a... I complete... I haven't watched Office Space in ages. <laughs> but you still remember that line, right? <laughs> I, I, I remember the fact... I do. 
I do. I remember him being very annoyed that he had the same name as Michael Bolton, that everybody <laughs> thought he was just Michael Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It's ridiculous. I wonder if Michael Bolton's ever doing another one of those silly Christmas things on Netflix that he did, Maybe. like, a few years ago. Or, did, or was it a Valentine's Day thing? It wasn't a Christmas thing, was it? It was a Valentine's Day thing. It's like, ooh. Uh, look, if, you're, if it's Valentine's Day, let's be fair... Who's better, Michael Bolton or Barry White? It's Barry White. Barry White's perfect for Valentine's. I'm just saying, say. Janine. Okay, okay. Just saying. I mean, Michael Bolton sense. has a very good sense of humor. Have you seen his uh, Captain so does Barry Jack Sparrow White. song? His Captain Jack Sparrow song with the Lonely Island? No, I haven't, but I, do you know, here is my questionable <laughs> opinion. I do not like the Lonely Island. You don't? No. There's my questionable opinion for the week that's fully legitimate. I So some lucky like... lady is not getting a dick in a box for Christmas. Oh, no. It's seriously <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. I hate them. I can't stand them. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't think we can be friends anymore. Mark. Is that bad? Is that bad? Well, I, I mean, I think it's funny, but okay. <laughs> is that, is that, I'm sorry. It's just my opinion. I mean, <laughs> questionable lonely island it's opinion. Just, it's just my questionable <laughs> opinion that's that's I can't say the word questionable today. I keep getting caught over my own tongue. Um so maybe it just no, means that's... you weren't meant to say these terrible things. <laughs> no, it's true. It's 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 an actual factual opinion. Well, that okay. Let's just focus on the fact that I've just said the word factual opinion. That's not a thing. That can't yeah, happen. No. Um, it's like an it, oxymoron. <laughs> it, is. it is. No, it's it's not. It's a... Uh, well, yes, it, no. You're right. It is. Um, it is exactly that. But no, that is, uh, that is a legitimate <laughs> opinion of mine. But yes, I, I, I say you yes. go listen to the Michael Bolton version of that song. Because I, it's, um, very, it's very nice. It's I, very nice. I, for you, I will go <laughs> and listen to the Michael Bolton version of this song. I will not be listening to any sort of Lonely Island collaboration. Okay, alright, fine. Fair enough. Because I may want to just tear <laughs> my own ears off. And my eyes out, and my hair out, and my teeth out with a pair of pliers. Um... <laughs> No, that's taking it a little. Maybe maybe the pliers were a little too far. A, a, a little too far, I think. Just a little bit. Um, Ginny, do you want to get on to the calls? Oh, yes, let's do that. Or would you like to talk some more about the wonderfulness of Hercules? Because um, what, I, what I do like about them, while you are getting the calls ready... What I do really mm -hmm. like about this movie is that what I said before is that it uses its colours very, very well. Oh, like yes. you said, it um it has a vibrance to it. And it has The this... gods are all very like bright colours, have yeah. this kind of shimmery glow around them. So that's kind of how you differentiate. So like when Hercules is taking the potion that's supposed to turn him human, yeah. like you see the glow kind of leave him. Um it so has like stuff like that. Exactly. It has the different it has a, a very, very unique style to it. And that is, like I've said before, that's what I uh, like about Disney movies when they do do that. When they take more risks, when they're a little bit different, when they don't feel like the same thing over and over again. Like some of them do. And yes. I don't know if you agree with me on that or not, but from my perspective 
or from my opinion, again, with the questionable opinions, some of them feel like the pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. I Uh, think it it was a very unique, it dealt with like sacrifice and death and... Yeah, it's it's dark at some point as well, which is is good. Betrayal. But, you know, ultimately, ultimately it's about Greek mythology, so it's very easy for me to enjoy it. I mean, very easy. we even see, we got a cameo from Scar. <laughs> we do. That was funny. Considering was I also morbid. don't, <laughs> considering I also don't love the Lion King as much as most people as well. Um, well maybe we should save that for the next episode. We can get into more um, questionable no, just, no, that's my, opinions. That, that's the only <laughs> questionable Disney opinion I have about the Lion King is that I don't like it as much as most people do. Um... But there is that of there is that line from Zazu Rowan Atkinson where he would Scar would make a lovely uh, throw Throwback. rug. That's exactly what happens to him in Hercules. So uh, exactly. that's fun. Exactly. Yes. That's fun. Ginny, do we have the calls prepared? We do have the calls. So we have a call from our good friend Eric Monroe, and he's yes. telling us about his favorite Disney movie. Hi, Morgan Engineers. I wanted to tell you my favorite Disney film, and for me, it's 1963's The Sword in the Stone. I absolutely love it. It's Disney's take on the Arthurian uh, legend of how you know King Arthur became king. It's so adorable. I love all the music in it. I love Merlin. I love his songs. And if you pay attention, there's a lot of great life lessons in this film. You can get actually a lot out of it. It's actually, it's one of the few Disney films that actually never had a sequel, but to be honest, I don't think it really needs a sequel. I think it stands on its own. So yeah, 1963's The Sword in the Stone. Eric, this is why I love Eric. (laughs) He brings out The Sword in the Stone. What a great movie The Sword in the Stone is. What a low-key Disney movie The Sword in the Stone is. We'll see... I don't know if this is another questionable Disney opinion. For me, like the older ones, I just can never really get into. But I feel like people, since Disney Plus has kind of come back, people have kind of been expressing their love for the kind of older ones, the, you know, the Black Cauldrons and the Swords yeah. and the Stones and the Dark Peace Ages Dragons ones. and things like that. Um, has so anybody it's kind been of talking? Me... <laughs> has anybody been talking about the Great Mouse Detective? I've heard a few things. Good. I think you just you're just excited about Vincent Price, but Naturally. um yes. Um so it's kind of made me want to go revisit those. So I have Disney Plus, so I think at some point I will go and actually revisit some of those older ones cuz the only older one I really do love is Robin Hood. Um and 101 yeah. Dalmatians, but that's that's like still not super early, but yeah, um, the older no. ones always kind of just never was able to get into. I'm kind of a Renaissance kid. Sorry, Morgan. I know well, no, questionable I still... opinion was against the Renaissance, Don't but worry. Um, still love you. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I think you know. Now that I have Disney Plus, I think I might actually go back and revisit. And he makes some great points. Like I would love to kind of go back and hear them. Really focus on like the music and um, just the story that you know the King. Arthur story has been told so many times and so I kind of think it would be one that I would definitely love to revisit to see how it tells that story because they haven't been super successful in telling that story um since then so <laughs> no sword sword in the stone's the wackiest movie as well that's what I mean it's it does weird things 
And I just really appreciate it when Disney animated movies do weird things. And the Sword in the Stone does weird things. It's like the villain in that. Um, oh, what's her name? The little the little witch person with purple hair. Madam, Madam Mim, I think it is. Mi- is it Mim? Madam Mim. I want to say Madam like Mim. Um, she like turns into all sorts of animals and craziness. And she has this fight with Merlin where they just turn into various things. And like ends up being a, like a dragon and like a snake. It's and great. It's weird. A pig. Not the one where she's a pig. It's weird. It's great. It's like Alice in and Wonderland. That's just like it wants. It it warrants hallucinogens to watch it properly. <laughs> and there's actually a scene from Princess and the Frog that like mimics a scene from that movie where she like pulls her yeah. pigtails back. Yeah, there's a scene that in Princess yeah. and the Frog that kind of pays homage to that well thank you very much eric anyway thank you love you for doing that yes great pick there janine i believe we also have um now if i've got this right we have very very special calls right now we do even though i have been a curmudgeonly curmudgeon for the for all (laughs) of this episode these are likely to are these are these calls likely to warm my heart janine i I think they will melt your cold sad british heart Cold, sad, what a horrible insult. I am deeply offended. A cold, sad British heart. I'm not sadness, okay? You don't have to hate me. Okay, okay, fair enough. Wow, Janine. So let's get to this first wonderful, very sweet message. Hi, Janine and Morgan. It's Zoe, and I just wanted to let you know, um, my favorite Disney film is probably Aladdin, and my favorite character is probably um, Jasmine, and my favorite song is A Whole New World. There we go. Yes. Well, thank you, Zoe Mariano. (laughs) Thank you so much for that message. I do really enjoy Aladdin, too. Uh, Jasmine, I think, is one of the better princesses. She's headstrong and um, smart, and she, you know, doesn't see herself as a prize for any man. So I love that she's very independent. She has a great pet, a tiger. Like, I I actually do want a tiger. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think a tiger would be a fantastic I mean, pet. No, but thank cool. you, thank you, Zoe. <laughs> that was that was wonderful. I love that. Um, yes, Aladdin's a great movie as well. Aladdin is a great yes. movie. I can't deny that. As much as I have been ragging on the uh, the <laughs> Renaissance, Renaissance. <laughs> um, Aladdin's fun. Aladdin's very fun. And Jasmine, like you said, a whole new world as well. A whole new world. It's. I I always say yes. One of the reasons I find it, not find it more difficult to, I, I don't even know. I don't even know where I'm going. But what the, <laughs> Renaissance, what, the, what the Disney Renaissance movies do, and I spoke about this last week as well, is that they have musical numbers in them. Like real yes. big musical numbers set in them. pieces, almost. set pieces. Like a, like a mu- that's one of those kind. Of, those are the ones that kind of lend themselves the best to being adapted into musicals like Beauty and the Beast and The yeah. Little Mermaid and, yeah. and Aladdin. I think A Whole New World is the best big musical number Disney have ever done. Ooh. I think the whole, uh, like, in terms of like the real big spectacle 
romance musical number. A whole new world. I I, I agree with with the lovely Zoe Mariano there. That, um, thank you. That, that, yes, thank you very much. But I also, I don't believe we've finished quite yet. No, I think we have one more for today. So here we go. Hi, Morgan and Janine. It's Kara. And um, you were asking what my favorite movie, Disney movie is. And it's Frozen 1 because it's my first movie in the movie theater. And uh, my favorite character is Anna because I'm the, I'm the little sister and she's the little sister. And my favorite song is um, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? I mean, Aww. I mean, I mean, my, my, my heart has grown three sizes today. <laughs> it's the festive period and we're just supposed to be talking about the Grinch. So, you know. Yes. Three sizes growing. <laughs> um, thank you. But yes, thank, thank you, Kara. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kara Mariano. Um, um, the Marianos, yay, the Marianos. Yes. They're so great. We love them. Yes, I do have my own personal thoughts about Frozen, but I will do say I? It is a, it's a beautifully animated film. Um, I love that. That was her first movie in the theater. So, you yeah. know, those always kind of seal bonds for us in loving movies in the future. Of course future. they do. Um, and, of course they do. Um, yeah, like she's the little sister like Anna. So she loves Anna. I thought that it's was perfect. very sweet. I am also the younger sister in my family. So I'm I not. appreciate that very much. I'm the older sister. <laughs> oh, you're the older sister. I'm okay. the older sister. So that's why I hear the cold one. <laughs> so I guess I was right about my... <laughs> <laughs> the cold never bothered me anyway, which is very true, actually. <laughs> and I, I liked that her favorite song pick was not the big popular Let It Go song. It was the Do You Want to Build a Snowman song. I mean, do you want to build... <laughs> I, okay. Here's my thoughts on, on the, the songs in Frozen. I actually think, I think, I think Let It Go is the ultimate modern Disney song because of just how popular it is. But I think Do You Want to Build a Snowman is way more catchy. Is Yes. It's way more catchy. And, you know, Kara, that's a good thing. If you want to go and sing Do You Want to Build a Snowman, you go and sing Do You Want to Build a Snowman all day, every day. <laughs> but if, you know, me, for example, after, you know, three days of Do You Want to Build a Snowman being in my head, I can get a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad me. she didn't go for the pop. I'm glad she didn't go for the popular choice, like the big main yeah. song that everybody associates with that movie. She but that's also, but that's also because stated song. Kara really likes Anna, and that's yes, Elsa's and that's song. Her song. So yes. maybe, maybe Kara, maybe Kara doesn't like Elsa. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Much. I don't know. I don't know the dynamic necessarily between the uh, the the two Mariano. Uh, Kara and Zoe. Um, I don't know the dynamic between them. Is is uh, is there a bit of uh, sisterly rivalry going on? Well, I don't think that Zoe would um, lock herself away in her room and ignore no. Kara for years and years mm. until they were grown up. So no. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> no, there is that. Um, <laughs> I can only say after hearing those, I can only say thank you so very much 
um, for those wonderful messages. Yes, thank they you, have Kara been... and Zoe Mariano. Thank you, Eric Monroe, for your awesome voice yes. messages. It always sparks some great conversation with um, all our love of Disney. So I appreciate and that. All I will say is I know I can come across as a sour miserable old thing like Ebenezer Scrooge sometimes <laughs> but uh, those were two, those were my absolute favourite calls we've ever got and yes. <laughs> like I said much like the Grinch my heart has grown three sizes so thank you so much Zoe, Cara and uh, yes Eric of course let's not forget about Eric Eric's wonderful oh, no. we love Eric as well <laughs> but these were special yes and these Yes, these these were very special. I'm I'm a little bit, like, struggling for words because m- my heart's just so full, <laughs> so overwhelmed with the love and joy for the holiday season. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, it's wonderful, Janine. Do we have anything else to say about Heracles? No, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> Um, just that I love this movie. And that's it. I'm moving to Sparta. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I forgot about that guy. (laughs) All the crazy. And um, what was the town? Phoebes? Phoebes Phoebes, is the town. And and it's like New York. And I didn't even realize how much they were paralleling it to New York. Yes. Didn't they call it the Big Olive? (laughs) The Big Olive instead of the Big Apple. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. Um, And I think he even says, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, I think they go there for him to be the big kind of hero and prove because this town has a lot of problems. There's, like, somebody selling, like, sundial watches (laughs) under his coat. (laughs) Some crazy man running around saying the end is nigh. Like... (laughs) Is the, all you're missing is the like people selling pretzels. What's the Greek equivalent of a pretzel? I don't know. Hot pretzel. I uh, I really <laughs> like pretzels. Just I saying. Do. Don't know where that's came. Don't know where that's come from. Maybe I'm losing my mind. I think you are. Um. No, guys. I think that is probably going to do it for this yes. episode of of Morgan hasn't seen. We have been talking. Uh, Hercules, of course, which I'm so glad I now have seen, because not only is it, does it add to my uh, Greek mythological cinematic universe watch list, I guess that's a word, um, <laughs> but I really liked the movie as well, and I love seeing Disney movies that try something different. It's so yes. satisfying to me, because oh, Lady and the... did for. Oh, you did forget. I did forget to mention just how much I love at the end. You know, Phil is saying how, you know, he wants to look up at the stars and see somebody he trained and somebody tell him, hey, look, that's Phil's boy. And then at the end, somebody says it and a little tear comes out. I love that. So I'm sorry. I just had to, I just had to say that part. An emotional so Danny DeVito <laughs> will always get me emotional. Yes. And we also see Marilyn Monroe in the stars as well. It's true. We do do that for some reason. For no yes. real reason. We we do see Marilyn Monroe in the stars. Um, weird movie. Weird movie, but all the better for being weird. 
the, yes. you also get the Sneak. Titans, which we haven't even mentioned. But you also oh, get the Titans. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Titans. Yeah, the Titans are in it. The Clash well, of, well, not the Clash hey, of the Titans. Nobody ever remembers the Titans. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially now in the we, slowdown world. No now it would have been things. funnier if we hadn't <laughs> have mentioned the Titans. God damn it, me. <laughs> oh, but yes, yeah, dear we didn't really talk about God. the Titans because Hades was such a good villain that he kind of pulled all the focus. You did, but it's a great movie, and I really loved this movie, and I can't wait for next week, because we're doing Tangled next week, and uh, I'm led to believe it is one of the uh, best modern uh, Disney movies, the 3D animation style and all that business. Um, I mean, I love Moana so much, I really do, and that episode will, of course, be coming out on Christmas Day, so... Probably, yes. you know, you won't have time to watch it on Chris or to listen to it, <laughs> should say, on Christmas Day. But we certainly hope you uh, you do uh, check it out at, at some point. Yes. Much like we do with everything. But uh, Janine Morgan Hasn't Seen isn't the only show on this feed, is it? What else do we have? Uh, we also have Machine Mondays. That's me every Monday talking about Schmodown related topics. Uh, this Monday we had a very big, juicy Mega Machine Monday, Monday, Monday with special guest uh, Miss Movies herself, Brianne Chandler. She joined me as we um, discussed Spectacular. So it was a very lengthy, big episode. Um, we talked about our thoughts on all the matches and uh, it was a great, fun conversation. So please go check that out. Um, and we also have the namesake show, the flagship show. It's a wonderful podcast every Friday. Uh, I switch off duties with uh, Nolan Dean, um, but Morgan is the constant on that show where we give some love and appreciation to classic films. Yes. So we and will got- be having a fun holiday thing coming up for that. Yes, we will. This This week. Yes. This week. It's going to be great. It's all fun. It's all exciting. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. You get Machine Mondays, you get Morgan Hasn't Seen, and you get It's a Wonderful Podcast. It's so much fun. This show's the silliest, though. It will always be the silliest. Well, you can't I get guess. away from that. For sure. It's 100%. just full of not. It's just full of nonsense. Sometimes we don't even know what the hell's even happening. But <laughs> I just keep talking into this microphone, and it goes somewhere, and we end up being, you know, an hour ten's worth of a show. Yeah. <laughs> Janine doesn't like me anymore because I said something bad about the Lonely Island. It's okay. It's okay. I'll forgive you for the holiday season. It's fine. It is. The t- <laughs> it's a time for forgiving. <laughs> if nothing else. I was about to sing, but then I realised I don't want to sing that song that I was about to sing. Uh, guys... <laughs> You can find the show, or the feed, I should say, on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Spotify, on CastBox, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of other places. Uh, You can leave us those voice messages, tell us your favourite Disney movie, uh, like Cara, Zoe, and Eric did today, um, on Anchor, and there is a link in every description. Wherever you're listening to this, look in the description. There will be a link to leave us a voice message on Anchor. 
Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One. You can follow me on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with the three instead of the E in there because Janine. Three is the magic number. That was a. Oh, you were doing it as Snow White this week. I yeah. was. It's so. It's uncanny. I can't. I'm wishing. It freaks me out. For the one I love. It freaks me out. It weirds me out. I don't like it, but I really do like it. Janine, where can the people find you? Don't do it as Snow White. <laughs> You can find me at Janine Debean on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to get some awesome merch for these shows and check out my artwork, you can find it at my tea shop on tpublic.com at G9Design. And check out the SCN, the Schmodown Entertainment Network. I'm on there as Janine the Machine, and you can check out some awesome Schmodown matches and just support the show. So like, share, comment, and subscribe over there as well. Uh, yeah. Yay! <laughs> you know what that means, though, don't you? Sadly. I do. Sadly. Yes. It's terrifying. There's only one thing left to do. It's not really terrifying, but I don't know why I said no. that. I'm clearly losing my <laughs> mind today. Um, it's been a bit weird. I don't know. Weirdness, craziness, nonsense. <laughs> Fun! Yay! Woohoo. There's only one thing left to do. Um, Janine, would you like to count us down? Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.